were just talking about how, you know, there's that time between Christmas when the kids like leave school. I, I'm maybe it's gonna be like Thursday afternoon or something like that, and um, they don't go back to school until like the following Monday. So it's this really long period of time, and it's likely to be cold. Even if it's not cold, it's probably gross and muddy outside. So it's not like easy to say go outside and play because. You know, cold mud does not sound like fun. So we were just thinking of, you know, what are some tips that we could share with parents, if any? Maybe we just need to commiserate so, you know, when they're at home, they know that they're not alone. But any ideas that you're going to try or have tried in the past to survive this week? If you can afford to grocery shop for the entire time that they're off ahead of time, like if you can find a way to fit it into your budget, if you can make cheap meals, do all your grocery shopping ahead of time. I have Monday off. I have my grocery list ready. I'm going to buy all of my groceries for the entire time they're off because we have extent. Our break is longer than like what a typical break is. They finish up Friday. They get out early. They don't go back to the following like the Wednesday after Christmas, after New Year's. So like that's a long time with my small children home. And my husband's actually off that whole time too, except for one day. Um, And so that's also fun because that is another like layer of children to handle (laughs) because he'll rough up with the boys and they'll all be screaming and then they'll get like a hole kicked in the wall and you know, so grocery shop ahead of time, plan meals ahead of time, make as much food as you can and stick it in your freezer. You will thank me. kind of think off of your list right is if you can't go grocery shopping ahead of time which i do love i think that that is really a stress relief for parents if they can go ahead of time i remember i wasn't able to go to the grocery store with my my child um but if you have to take them during that time i think that a really good option for maybe a little older um children is kind of creating a list for them to um to check off and maybe even find kind of like that scrap, not yep. a scavenger hunt where they're off on their own, but can you find this item that we have on our grocery list? And even if they're older than that, kind of talking about the prices, you know, engaging them in kind of like this is going to cost because I think that's also an educational kind of component that I learned recently. Um, and then cooking, I think if we have the, the food to cook, I have always, always included my grandchildren and my kids in the process of cooking. It doesn't matter what it is. They are at that stove on their their chair or, you know, a, a you know, step stool helping out, you know, and even if my grandson is taller than the stove, he's still on that, that step stool. So I do think that it's really fun to include them in the process of all of these things that keeps them engaged and keeps memories going too. Yes. Well, and I'll, if say, you have... I'll, I'll say when my kiddos uh, were younger, let's say like middle school, we lived in Tioga County. And to do, like, our 
weekly grocery shopping, we would drive down the mountain and go to my favorite store. Again, Wegmans, call us. Um, <laughs> we would go to Wegmans. We'd go to Target. And <clears throat> all week, I would ask the kids, like, what do you want to eat? If, if there's something you want to eat, put it on the list. And in it, the very first time I did that, of course, they put on like ice cream and candy. But after a while, that kind of lost its, you know, humor. And so, you know, what do you want to eat this week? And they'd write it on the list. Um, if we were out of things, as soon as we opened something, we put it on the list to restock it. And mm -hmm. I remember one time my kiddos were in middle school and I got a phone call for work. And I was like, I'm going to take this phone call. You guys go get started on the list. And they like blew my mind. They did such an excellent job going and grocery shopping. And we're talking like they were probably like fifth, sixth grade, seventh grade, maybe. The two of them went off and went grocery shopping and came back. And I was like, if there's anything you can't get, We'll go look for it. They did an amazing job. So, um, like for me, because it was the four of us, like me and the three kids, I wasn't going to cook something that they weren't going to eat. So now, you know, we weren't a chicken nugget, hot dog kind of family. We, I cooked from scratch. Um, and so, you know, there were, there would be things that they would have, like, you know, like we would make like stew or homemade chicken soup, things like that. So they kind of, you know, put like, oh, I want spaghetti and meatballs this week or, you know, whatever. So they would put kind of stuff on the list. Um, and I didn't really care as long if it was on the list, you know, That's as long as you're going to eat it, I'll make it. Right. So, I mean, I, I think that that worked out. I know that that doesn't work for everybody. And definitely when my kiddos were much younger, there were times when we did have to leave the grocery store after having shopped for everything. There was no way we were going to be able to wait in that line and had to leave the grocery store and all the groceries in the cart, which was particularly embarrassing considering I worked there. And, you know, everybody knew I was there. Everyone knew small towns. Everyone knew me and my kids. And there's this packed cart and I've got to leave it in the store and walk out with my kid. Um, so, you know, I've been in both situations. But, um, you know, if you haven't tried that before, see if they're if they're up for it. And my kids are excellent grocery shoppers. They could all get jobs with like DoorDash or whatever and be fantastic. <laughs> Chrissy, you were going to say? Something that, that you said too was, I mean, I also tried to make it fun. I mean, I know that these, this time between um, the holidays, you know, parents are still kind of working, you know, so it's kind of hard to do that work and, and kind of make, have some fun with your kids at the same time. Um, but I've also tried doing um, a movie night and we pick out the movie. Everybody has their own uh, popcorn container that you can get like at Dollar Tree and, every, oh, yeah. you know, make the popcorn. Everybody gets their own container and we blow up the mattress you know an air mattress and we just like 
move the table and we close the curtains and we just have a movie night and we eat popcorn and we get candy from the Dollar Tree too. And, (laughs) you know, inexpensive and just have a movie night and at least have one free night that we can maybe, you know, enjoy some time together if we're working every day. Actually, my next suggestion was the Dollar Tree. That was another thing (laughs) I was going to suggest because you can find so many things. There's like little craft kits that are super cute and that will take up time. They have a ton of like little Christmas things that you can use for them. Like I bought like coloring books and crayons before we went to Ogilvy the other weekend and all the kids played with them. Like it was like the biggest hit of the whole weekend. And I think I spent $12, you know, so if you, if funds are tight and you need some stuff to keep your kids entertained, the Dollar Tree is awesome. Same thing with like snacks. You can get good snacks in there for pretty cheap. Yeah, one of the things that I was thinking about is, so with a little over a week and a half, I don't know, till Christmas, we know I'm not good with a calendar. Um, you may be thinking if if it's something that you do, you may be thinking about making cookies, you know, your Christmas cookies. And there's such pressure for to get the cookies done and to get them decorated so they're cute, right? And so we want our kids to help, but... We may not want our kids to help um, because, you know, we want them to look cute and all. Maybe maybe one of the things, right, maybe one of the things to think about is make your cookies with your kids after Christmas, right? And then who cares if they're perfectly decorated? Your kids made them. And I will tell you, I am not going to be upset if anybody wants to make cookies the day after the the couple days after Christmas and drop them off at my house. I am not going to be upset because at that point, I'm going to need a new infusion of like holiday cookies. So by all means, feel free to make them after the (laughs) fact and then drop them off for me. But even if you're not. Look, even if you need to do that, like, more immediate gratification, because let's be honest, baking cookies is a process, and kiddos may not be, um, you know, like, super into waiting. If you have some cookies that they can eat, and then let's make cookies, that's that's probably a good way of getting over that you know, need for instant gratification. Um, But also, even if you're not like a baking kind of family, if you know that, you know, you, you, whatever, you just haven't gotten to that point or it's not your thing, you can always see about going to any grocery store and finding the, like the pre-made Christmas cookies that you just slice and bake. Your kids will love them just as much. And you could probably get them on discount. So, like, uh, I don't know, budget cookies are still delicious. So go wild. And there was a hack that was going around for a little while. And maybe it was, like, brownies, brownie batter, and take, like, the cookie... The sliced Ooh. cookie dough and put it over it so it's a double layer. I mean, this yeah. would be a great time for experimenting, you know, for your yeah. kids to have fun and and let them, you know, decorate the cookies however they want. So consider maybe some of the things you you don't get to at Christmas. Doing them after while you're while the kids are home. No stress. You know, don't stress about making it perfect. Don't let perfect right. be the end. Um 
I I wanted to go back to Chrissy's idea of going to the Dollar Tree. I think it's also a really good idea if it's after um, Christmas, if you celebrate Christmas or, you know, a different holiday, um, sitting around the table and maybe handwritten thank you cards and notes just to show, you know, some appreciation. I think that with our technology these days, maybe our kids don't do that so often, but it's so important for us to kind of like say, let's, you know, kind of show our appreciation um, and write somebody a little note and say, thank you for something. Or it could be a note to somebody else, you know, that, you know, they really want to show their appreciation too. Yeah. Great idea. Draw a picture. If your kiddos are younger, let them draw a picture, make a craft for somebody who maybe sent them a present who's a little further away. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. It's a really cute idea. The other thing that I was going to suggest was um, maybe using that time to um, see if your kiddos want to create like a calming area in the house. You know, nothing is more fun, and it's so funny. I think that it's lasted. It it transcends generations. There's nothing more fun than making, like, a fort in your house with pillows and blankets and all that kind of stuff. So is it possible one of the days, like, right after the holidays to create, like, like, a little calming area and... If you have like a corner of your house that you can leave, you know, like some blankets and stuff up and create their own little tent and a place for them. Let them let them even if they have to take down the Christmas lights and like, you know, if it's safe, put the Christmas lights around their their fort and stuff. Let them they they may, you know, build their fort for a couple hours because, you know, that that's kind of fun and just have it. You know, as a place where they can go if, especially if your house is more like open concept or if they share bedrooms with someone, is that's their, like, a little place for them to go and kind of hang out. And that's a great a great way of using, like, those giant boxes that maybe some presents came oh. in or, you know, just like the pillows and the, and the blankets and ju- just give them a spot to kind of go and get away from things. And maybe that will kind of help, you know, give, give some separation if, if need be. I think it's a really great idea too, because I think even, even if they go outside, we are having some pretty warm weather right now. And I think that it's going to last for a while. Um, I remember my son I mean, he was in shorts and it was snow and I couldn't believe it, but he went outside and he, he made a fort outside for him and his sister. Now they didn't stay out there very long, but it was a fort. It had Christmas lights. It had tons of blankets and sleeping bags and they played outside for like the longest time. And I, I mean, I was like, go for it, be outside as long as you can. And you know, if your fingers aren't coming back blue, go for it. But I think that that's such a great idea. I think that we've all kind of had that kind of building forts inside the house, but let's go outside too. Cause sometimes right now it's, we got to take that warm weather while we have it. (laughs) Right. Right. Chrissy, thinking about you and knowing that you're planning on moving shortly, this, this, right. Sorry about that. Um, Maybe, 
great. Maybe a great opportunity to kind of, um, you know, the last thing you want to do is say to your kids, go clean your room. But, you know, sometimes it's just like, I need you to get out of my face for a few minutes and it's okay to feel like that. Um, but maybe it's a good idea to see, are there some toys that, you know, that we could recycle and send up to Santa Claus so that Santa Claus can recycle them so that he can make new toys for next year. And so maybe a great opportunity to go and, you know, spend a little bit of time hoeing out some of those broken things, things they don't play with anymore, and maybe a great excuse that we're going to recycle the old toys, help, you know, this is where Santa Claus gets his material from. I have no idea. Um, but, you know, that that might be some a, a way of making room for some of the new things that they got and seeing what they don't need. With the four of them, I have to kind of like keep on them about it because we yep. just right now we live in a pretty decent sized space, but the house we're buying is like about 1200 square feet smaller than what we currently live in. So we're going to have a lot less space. Their bedrooms are a lot smaller. Their closets are a lot smaller. They're just going to have to, you know, have less stuff. But we have, I'm, my kids are the oldest out of all of their cousins by a pretty significant amount. So they can pass everything down to little cousins and they enjoy that they like when their little cousins have their clothes on or they are playing with their like old toys or they go to their house and their stuff from their room in their cousin's room so that helps with the like the getting things out of the house because they know they'll see the stuff again because it'll be you know at aunt matt or at aunt Brittany's or you know wherever yeah yeah and it's always lovely if there's that opportunity for them to go like sled riding or whatever. I know right across the street from our house, we had a fantastic hill. And if the weather cooperated, it didn't often. But if the weather cooperated, you know, just getting outside and, and doing some sled riding and some snowman building and, you know, is, is always what we hope for. Again, though. You know, it, it doesn't seem like the world cooperates with with our our need to get the kids out and, you know, get them running around and some fresh air in their lungs and tire them out. <laughs> My little one, littlest one is tough. He's in kindergarten. Um, just as a little human being, he's stubborn. He likes to argue. He has a hot head temper. So I have found that I must keep him busy. So he has a lot of specific jobs. Like every single time I buy grapes, he takes them off the vine. He knows that's his job. No one else is allowed to do it. It's like, Bubby, there's grapes and he'll come and he'll sit and do it. But if I keep him entertained okay. and I make him think that he's helping me, it like keeps him from melting down. So even when we're like out in public, that goes back on what you were saying, Tracy, about like helping in the grocery store. If I give him specific yeah. jobs, our lives are so much easier. So this morning, his job was to make everybody their toast. Because he was ready first. He's usually the first one out of bed. And I was like, all right, buddy. He has a Mickey Mouse uh, toaster that makes, like, Mickey Mouse heads in his toast. And he got it last Christmas, and it was his favorite present. Meanwhile, he got a Nintendo Switch. He, like, snubbed the Nintendo Switch for the $10 toaster from Hobby Lobby. He was so excited about it. Um, but, yeah, so if you that's another. If you have a, a kid that's stubborn, it's a little difficult. 
you can't yell at them in this regard. You just got to like talk to them like they you really need them. Like, oh, my God, buddy, I am terrible at taking these grapes off the vine. I always poke my finger. It's terrible. Can you do it for me? So like get him real yeah. hyped up and he will do it. And it makes my life easier. There's quiet. He was making toast today. He wasn't causing mayhem. So even if there's crumbs everywhere, it's like worth the crumbs so that they're not screaming, kicking and losing their mind. I think it's really tough for our teenagers and our older, like middle schoolers, um, our college kids who have that downtime between semesters where like now their life is maybe away at college and you know, maybe they don't want to hang out with some of their, the local kids, and maybe that's a good thing. Um, but really kind of keeping our teenager and our older kiddos busy, um, I think that that's really the challenge that maybe for most of us is particularly difficult because, it, like, if you're lucky, maybe you can assign them, like, I'm, I want you to pick a night and I want you to pick a meal and make it or, you know, like, so they, they don't fall for that as easily <laughs> with the helping. Um, and sometimes they look on that as more like punitive. Um, sometimes it's just more of a fight. Um, but I, you know, I just wanted to acknowledge that, especially for our, our older kiddos, it's it's really tough. If you live in an area where they can't easily get to friends, and you're not in a position where, like like none of us, we're we're working during the day, we're at home. Maybe maybe even more difficult for people working from home because you are in the building. They see you, they know you're there, and you're not doing anything. Why can't you just give me a ride to my friend's house? Yeah. Why can't I just have 15 people over? Oh, you're speaking to the choir there, Christina. <laughs> All summer, even with babysitters, I had babysitters here um, three full days a week and one half day a week. So that only gives me like one and a half days of work that I didn't have like somebody here watching the kids. They still never left me alone. I feel like that's all you guys saw was like my kids' faces all summer long. <laughs> And the term on board is going to come out so often. I'm yeah. just writing that. And, and like, I don't, even if I, you know, like once they hit a certain age, it's really difficult to um, create like an activities list of here's something we're going to, you know, we're going to do together. Um but maybe it's a maybe it's a, a good opportunity to say this is what we're going to try. You know, come up with three things that you want us to do, and we'll do together. You know, at at some point in time, you're probably going to really be stuck. And and maybe it's a good idea, a good opportunity for us as parents to push into their rooms if we can, and ask them show me show me a video, send me a video of somebody who you're following. Um. You know, even if it means you're going to do like a goofy dance, like, you know, I mean, if you can't be silly at home with your with your kiddo, 
Um, but if they're willing to kind of share with you what they're what they're watching, who they're following on TikTok and and YouTube and things like that, to have an opportunity to get to know them, let them teach you how to play their favorite video game. Um, you know, I think that yeah. once they get older, we have to take those opportunities when they let us to kind of push in. And I know I'm being really idealistic. I know how difficult it is. So, but, but movie nights again for our older, our older kiddos, let them pick the, the, the movie or let them have, I always think it's better to like, maybe if, if possible to let them have their friends come to the house. It's a great way of learning so much. You learn who's in the in crowd, what they like, what's going wrong. You just pick up so much gossip. So true. So true. Any parting thoughts for survival <laughs> tips and suggestions? Well, just play playing off of what you said with like learning to play their favorite video game or like asking about who they're following on TikTok, that kind of stuff. Um, with my oldest daughter, she's a preteen, but she's kind of like thinks she's super mature or whatever. There's something called Game Pigeon on the phones. And you're playing games in text message. So it, text, it, it you go back and forth and you can keep going forever. There's like a bunch of different games you can play. Um, and sometimes she'll just lay in bed with me and we'll just play that game. Because there's not like a whole lot of, she doesn't need a lot from me anymore other than like hair braiding and laundry and food. So we just, <laughs> so that's something that we've done that we, that we, that we like to do. And my girls, I got them, um, started watching like a show on a random food channel on Amazon and we'll do that occasionally. So if you can find things that you have like sort of in common with your older kids, I think that makes a difference. Um, my oldest, this is another thing. If you can get like a discount code for those food delivery boxes, like to make the meals dinnerly is really good for like a preteen young teenager. They can make it really easily. And I found like 50% off coupon codes. So that might be something to do over Christmas break. Cause it ends up being cheaper than the grocery store. If you have the, the coupon codes and they can make it themselves. So she gets really proud of herself. You know, she's 11. She can go in and make like steaks and potatoes or quesadillas or whatever. And she does the whole thing herself. So that's another idea to keep them entertained maybe yeah <clears throat> yeah some great tips i think it's a lot of little things tracy well i know you're in the thick of it yeah i agree <laughs> i think it's you know i think it like i love the big coloring books i think we've gotten several from like five below they've got a great like um marker set that has two sides to it we were just talking about it the other day and and my daughter's out there and she turns her music on and she just does the coloring and i love coloring with her because these are great little pictures and i think that it's also us as parents recognizing that we also have to have a little bit more patience knowing that you know, they're, they might be struggling with this um, void of, you know, things to do all the time. Um, so maybe taking those breaks throughout the day and just kind of recognizing and saying, I do understand that this is a little boring today. What can we do? You know, ask for their input, but just taking that little break with them to recognize that they also might be struggling. Yeah. I, m my parting tips would be, um, Pull out the coloring book and crayons or whatever it is 
and slowly start doing it. So sit on the floor and start coloring. Even if you have a, a preteen, a young teen, you know, just, just sit and start doing it. Um, same thing. You could kind of make like a big deal about pulling out all the cookie stuff and they may come join you, you know, they may yeah. be like, you know, a puzzle, whatever. They may be like, what are you doing? I'm, I'm just trying to put this puzzle together and, you know, and, and just kind of leave it open and they may, they may just join you. But it is also good to kind of model for them. You know, I just need a break. I I just need a break. So I'm just going to sit here and color. You want to join me? You know, they may be like, all right, mom's losing it. Which may also be a good thing for them to kind of know that mom's <laughs> getting close to the edge. Let's everybody back off a little bit. Um, right. But yeah, you know, just, just kind of maybe start doing it. And... Mm -hmm leave it open without it being like a high pressure situation. And then the other yeah. thing is to really lower your expectations. I have, I have learned over Absolutely. the years that um, the more time you spend planning and prepping things, the less they enjoy it. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. oh, yeah. so maybe have a couple things laying around and take that pressure off. Like I said, take the pressure off the cookies being the best or, you know, now that even if your kid kiddos are a little younger, sometimes like you get into the holiday spirit because of the holiday. And if you could get that to carry over, let them make next year's Christmas cards. Right. Grab, yeah. grab some construction paper and markers or whatever. Let them make them throw them in like a Ziploc bag and throw, throw them in with like your, your, uh, Christmas stuff for next year. And next year you could pull them out. So what if you don't use them? You know, I mean, it's bless you. It's, uh, just, you know, something, a way of keeping them busy. So, yeah. so lower your expectations and go with the flow as best you can. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, ladies, thanks for your time and happy new year. Happy new year. Oh, thank you. And Christina, if you wanted to make me those uh, brownie cookies for Friday, I would not, <laughs> I would not hate it.